0: Hey, Adam. Yes. Do you like practicing in all keys? I do. Oh, okay, good. So this should be an easy and fun episode. I've heard that before. <laughs>
1: i and I'm Peter Martin and you're listening to the you'll hear it podcast daily music advice coming at you coming at you today. Uh, we're on YouTube again today. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Uh, I'm loving the YouTube. I'm loving I'm loving it. I'm loving the McDonald's. YouTube McDonald's. I'm loving <laughs> I was just seeing if I can get a Burger King. No, okay. no. <laughs> I'm loving the YouTube uh, comments. Yes, because people are very honest. They're very honest and you get a little sensitive sometimes. It's a good test for me like it's a nice way to go and see and like I can see if I can stomach it. It's very hard to do if you're a YouTuber. Any of my fellow YouTubers out there know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's hard to wade through those comments sometimes.
0: It is. It is. So we um I think uh, ever since we had the three-hour dinner with our friend Rick Beato. I'm sorry, who? Rick Beato. Oh, yeah, I've heard of famous him. Famous music YouTuber with his <coughs> channel. Big mm-hmm. shout out to Rick. Yep, yep, yep. Everything Music. and we That was great, by the way. That, that was, was really great. Fun, we yeah. had a lot of fun down in New Orleans with Rick um, and some other folks. But... Um, you know, we thought we had comments problems. He's got some serious comment issues because yeah. he's got a lot of traffic over at that. I mean, you get little, that, little channel he's got going.
1: You get those million subs.
0: Yeah, yeah. All kinds of folks. They don't all up. love you, man. That's right. You know. But uh, no, no. Please leave us comments, positive or negative. I love it all. Yeah. You know.
1: Hey, um, uh, by the way, have you seen my shirt that I'm wearing today? Uh, yes, I did see it earlier. Did but, you notice what it is? Oh, that's the. Um, is that? It's a theme to yeah. our podcast. You can go to com and get the notation on the shirt. Oh, look at him practicing in all 12 keys. Well, that's what we're talking take about. Take it here. up, buddy. Take ah. take it up. Woo! Yeah. Uh, so we talk a lot about practicing in all 12 keys. You might say that we. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we talk that about it a lot. We, we maybe talk about it too much. But we talk about it a lot because it's so important to your development as a musician. Yes. And we, so, we maybe
0: don't talk. A, we, we talk a lot about the importance of it and how it can help you develop. We maybe haven't practiced. Uh, we haven't talked enough about how to actually apply this to your practice.
1: Yeah, but it's great because we've had some suggestions from some of our users like and one of them you took to heart. Like we had that suggestion from that guy that was like, just do a key a week. And then every week you change keys and no matter what you're working on, be that a lick or a solo or a tune or tunes, you're just working on them in whatever key. And then after 12 weeks, you cycle back around. I think that's a great idea. I think the idea that you are working on right now, I think this might be one of the last days. Yeah. We just finished it. Oh, Oh yeah, that's right. So it was your January 30 day challenge. Yes. Right. And you practiced... Uh, something every day in 12 keys yes that was the only kind of parameters for it was that
0: um we would well it's funny because it started it was just sort of a personal thing i was like i'm gonna practice something for 30 days i love these 30-day challenges um and so
1: let's do it let's do an episode on our 30-day challenges oh that'd be in nice. a couple of days but go ahead, go, yeah, ahead, yeah. go ahead yeah yeah because you've got a fun one coming up i do yeah, yeah yeah
0: um but yeah it's just it's just a matter of doing something that um you know, practicing in all 12 keys is something I did, I, but i have never like dedicated an actual part of my practice every day to do it. So if you're going to do that, you can't make it like, okay, I'm going to Practice, you know, a, a 10 chorus transcription every day in all keys. You're not going to have time for that, or yeah, a, it would take over your whole practice. So it has to be the kind of small things. And what I did was, and then I started sharing it, and then I kind of felt responsible because people were like, oh, I'm following you. I want to do the same thing. So I wanted to put stuff out there that was challenging but doable. So Sundays, yeah. it got kind of crazy. Like we did like the, you know, you know the first eight bars mm-hmm. of, of giant steps with the chords and stuff. That was probably one of the harder ones. Yeah. Yeah. We did the, um, crazyology just the first eight bars that that one was that one tripped up some folks you know yeah, for sure but the the idea about it was yeah take anything oh we did some voicing sometimes you know you know just to get around the keyboard and then identify those areas that are more challenging and like we talk about a lot of times with practice it's not about going through the ones the things that are comfortable for you mm-hmm. and that are that are easy and that are already in your hands. It's like what I was finding when I practiced things in all keys, no matter what the challenges were, um, there was like two or three keys, sometimes one key that would trip me up. And usually it was more like a lot of this stuff I can kind of hear in different keys pretty well, but there'd be some fingering issues would come up. And so yeah. I'd really kind of work those out. And it was amazing after 30 days how much more comfortable I was sort of getting around those keys yeah. that, that were re- really providing those kind of challenges.
1: Yeah, that's great. All right, well, let's talk about some actionable things that you can put into play when you practice uh, to help you... Hit these keys. The first thing that I think of is I know that you like to practice twelve keys, uh, a lot of times chromatically. Right. I like to mostly practice them in the circle of fourths.
0: Yeah, And I was doing some. I've been I've been coming around to that too. I like that as well. well. But I've been coming around to the chromatic
1: thing because I think oh, I think both, we'll be in the middle Well, I think both have advantages. The yep. thing with the circle of fourths is, it's a great way to get through uh, to focus on sort of hard keys at one time. But most people are starting their practice. Like, if we're if I'm uh, practicing scales, I'll start on C. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't, do, don't es- do that. Especially if you're practicing the circle of force. Try starting on D flat, right? Yeah. Because the next key is Ooh, G flat. That's right. And then the next key is B. Right. And then the next key is E. Now those are four of the hardest keys for sure but even A you know, after that but that way you're not front loading easy keys like C F flat E flat A flat keys it. that all jazz musicians play in all the time yep. start all your practice sessions especially technique practice or whatever you are working on that you're going through all 12 keys and you can in one session start it on D flat and work yep. up in force that way you always hit those hard keys first
0: That's right and in case you get distracted or
1: something you Or you, you ca- start tripping up Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you're going to have to... And then by the time your mind is kind of about to explode, you're getting to some stuff that you can kind of drift through a little bit easier. That's right. As opposed to the opposite. I love that. Um, I think it's also uh, good. And and part of the reason, even for stuff like this, that it's good to do it in force is the challenges that I was telling you about, uh, that I was talking about with fingerings. Mm -hmm. Like that builds in a better progression of fingering. So if I go... That's a D-flat. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, the you know, the main challenge. I know what the notes are. That's pretty easy to do, but to get the finger is so different. Whereas if I go up to G-flat... Actually, that's got its challenges, too. But the fingering is closer right. than moving up chromatically. That's right. And you definitely see that with your scales. You'll see that with, um, you know, anything that's kind of based upon sort of diatonic melodies or moving around the tonic in that kind of way. Right. If you move through the force, your fingers will make more sense.
1: Yeah, Well, sometimes, though, if you choose to move chromatically, you can kind of get this rhythm of easy, hard, easy, easy, yeah. hard. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you yeah. have this... Uh, more natural flow. I like uh, fourths too for practicing things like voicings. Like if I'm going through a certain tune or something, I like to practice that tune in fourths with the voicings because I'm usually guaranteed to do different inversions that way. Right. And I don't. I'm not just moving my voicings up chromatically. Right. 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 You know, as a shape. Yep. I'm actually. It actually makes me have to think harder about what I'm doing, which is what I want to do when I practice. Exactly. I, want to, I want to be kind of thrown off a little bit so that I have to figure it out.
0: Yeah, and I think that by that same token, if you took a, take a voicing like this, just kind of force with a major third on top, you know, 2-3 voicing, mm-hmm. and
1: you know, that's very easy to play. Right, then you're not learning anything yeah. actually. But to do
0: it... That's a more challenging moving in those kind yeah, of Yeah, because you have
1: to kind of like, if you're not familiar already, you have to be like, okay, that's the 13, that's the, you know what I mean? Yep. So that is the kind of work that needs to be done in the practice room.
0: Yeah, and it gives you different places, like, or even if you did like whole steps, even though you'd have to come back around and move it at a half step at some point. So you take that same voicing and you move it down in whole steps, and then you get here, and then you maybe move up to A flat minor, and then move that one. It gives you a different perspective on these beyond just the. And really, you want to have all those different perspectives hmm. because you're going to have chances to use those. And remember, too, you're especially for voicings like this, two handed voicings, uh, but, but almost anything outside of maybe scales. I don't know that you would practice in 12 keys. Um it's as much of a technical challenge like i'm talking about with the fingers but also like with this like getting your hand into position so you can move those things around yeah. in a way that you know your hand gets used to the spacing and stuff so it's 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 kind of an ear thing i think and and that's why i recommend when you're doing stuff like melodies however you go to the next key if you go up a whole step don't think about i'm going up a whole step like try to get that next key and hear it like
1: Where is that major 7? Oh, so this is important. Try to hear it before you You see it. See it exactly, Or even feel it. Exactly. And then you have to move
0: through the keys fast enough. And I think we did that on the... um, Yeah, today's... Well, one of the final challenges on on the crazyology on that melody. What I challenged everyone, I was like, don't think about... Think about how it sounds. Don't think about transposing, because you're not going to have time on on a melody like that. So... That's B flat. First of all, you hear in relation to the tonic. So if you do it in G and you can pick something that's kind of unrelated. Like try to and sing it because you can usually hear it by singing it a lot better than you can just by thinking about the notes like I'm on the third and I'm on the fourth but then just sort of charge right through it you're going to make some mistakes go back and catch them identify those keys as we talked about that are that are more difficult and really hone in on those and it's amazing how this can develop your ears
1: your technical things oh, and your ability to play in these other keys yeah, yeah this is the fastest way to do that and you know as we're talking about this I, I was just thinking maybe the most important factor for for doing this is that mo- really committing to the mindset of doing it Yeah. so that anytime that you discover something new whether that's a new lick. Mm-hmm that you have the, the wherewithal to start transposing yeah. it as soon as you have it in your fingers, like really, to, or just as soon as you hear someone else play it. Yeah, yeah. No, but that idea of like, okay, I have this new thing, and before I get all excited and I just play it in a B-flat blues for 30 minutes, right? you know what I mean? Which is fun. Let me take this through all 12 yeah. keys because you're yeah. really going to learn more that way, and you're really going to lock that lick in more yep. that way. And
0: then, you know, some of the most challenging things with this, you can, you can overlook, but if you think about, like, from our episode the other day about the bluesy double stops, if you think about... Oh, it was one of our best. <laughs> you know, hell, once we got to take 29, it was. No, but, you know, like, things that are very comfortable and feel good in certain keys, like, you got to really force yourself. So if you talk about... So that's F, you know... Yeah, but can you... There you go, yeah. I mean, that's hard. That's a little easier. But I like your idea of starting on D flat and going... Let's start with the hard ones. Ooh. Like, no, those probably sound good, but I can tell you the way they feel, they don't feel comfortable to me. So that means I know that I just need to go through that. So true. P- Repeat them, because then I have a chance when I'm playing, even uh-huh. over a blues... to kind of spice it up with a little bit of chromatic. You why should that. Yeah, why should I not be able to do that just because it doesn't feel comfortable in my hands, you know? Well, because this... normally it's like we'd go to... Because that's something that's like comfortable over that key, and that's fine, but maybe you hear it...
1: Got to be able to do it. You got to be able to do gotta it. Got to be yeah. able to do it. It's really, you know, we talk about... Um... The superiority of jazz musicians, and we are better than most but, Why are you getting so quiet about well, it? Because I feel a little <laughs> embarrassed, to be honest. No, but one of the things I think that makes you know the masters of our music so great is that they're able to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just part of the tradition of the music that we're, we have that kind of musicianship here. Yeah. I, you know what I
0: liken it to is, um, you know, if you've been around a, a, a great conductor that... Um, can look at a no. score <laughs> no whoa, whoa. Kidding. Kidding. uh oh totally we're gonna best. have to do a seven best conductors now right. that's that's brilliant gonna... <laughs> conductors brilliant. no uh they can look at a score yep. a full score full yep. orchestral score and just sit down and reduce it and play it in real time yeah all those transpose incredible. i mean it's an, it's an amazing yeah thing. transposing the horns and all that yeah, stuff but yeah. that's part of the gig that's and so like gig. this
1: is really part of the gig especially as pianists yep yeah cool man well this was really fun and hey if you want to see peter's a 30-day challenge where he was doing all of this practice in all 12 keys. Go to the Hey Open Studio Instagram account. Find that's us on right. Instagram. Hey Open Studio is our handle.
0: And actually, by the time this is on, I think we're going to have it on YouTube. We're going to put them all together as one. Are we really on the Open Studio oh, YouTube? Oh, that's page. exciting. Yeah, it's you know each day. I mean, they're super informal. I was like cool. in the lobby when we were in New Orleans doing yeah. them. You know, kicking the little kids off the piano. We all had right. a lot of fun. If we them.
1: have that ready, Alex, put a note to uh, link to that YouTube video here in the description. Yep. Right. Uh, that. If great. it's not up by today, it'll be within the next couple days for but sure. But also another. Good reason to go to our Hey Open Studio account is that I'm starting a 30 day challenge. We'll Hello. talk about that more a little. February 1st, bit. right? February 1st. So that's already going on. Drop to 30 days. Drop, drop and Give two, me two. Drop <laughs> and give
0: me two. That's so much easier than the boot camp.
1: Anybody can do that, I <laughs> feel right. like. Right. All right. Hey, cool. man.
0: We're feeling it, big guy. And we're back we're on track. We're right. back
1: on track. I think this chocolate. Where did you get this chocolate that, that from? That was good. I, that's going to be another,
0: hopefully, a sponsor. Who is it? Um, I don't know I purchased it At a, a small boutique I have a relationship with Called Whole Foods Market Oh Yeah it's very good It's pure Wow And until tomorrow
1: You'll hear it